Hello, podcast people, and now we're going live on Facebook in three, two, one, and now Hello, we're going. Facebookers. Oh my God, I didn't even, what's happening on here? Why can't I? We're connecting on many different <laughs> platforms right now. We need like a magic button that just bang we, and puts us do, on everything. We do, we do. I mean, usually there are things, but. Oh no, what did I just do? Hello podcast people, hello Facebook, hello Instagram, trying to get on Twitter right now. Oh, there we go, but I screwed up the live feed. Oh boy. Hold on. All right, how about I introduce? No, no, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. Your girl is back. Okay. Boom, shakalaka, there we are. I see a lot of you joining already, so thank you, thank you. Bang, bang, bang. Here we are, here we are. Uh, welcome to the Real Football Fans of New Jersey. We are so excited to have you here for episode 94. Yes. We are just honestly ticking off, ticking off, ticking off, ticking off the box. Every mm-hmm. every episode. Every episode. We so ready in. for the big one The big one oh oh oh. I can't no, that was the big that was the big one. <laughs> We're not there yet. The big one oh 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 oh. Honestly, super duper excited. Thank you guys for joining us so much. It is January fifteenth. Yeah. I can't believe it's already January fifteenth. I can't still can't believe it's twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. You know what? I actually heard this little life hack. So you're not, you know how you like fill out the date and it would be like 1, 15, 20? Yes. So you're not supposed to do that because people can put any date. So if you're filling out checks, if you're filling out, so they can do like 2018. They can do. Okay. So they want you to fill out 2020. Oh, like fully write. Fully write it out. So I've been, because I get so nervous about stupid things like that. Someone's (laughs) coming after my bank account that I have saved up so much money for. So I get nervous about things like that. But that has nothing to do with our show tonight. We're going to come at you with the real, the big stories of the week for football, housewives, life, anything, wine. I'm looking at the Facebook feed right now, and my headphones look so distorted. It's not even funny. Um, they're, like, crooked on this side. Maybe it's because I have crooked ears. I think I always have. But let's go into it. So we polled you guys this yeah. week, per usual. Um, great engagement. Thank you guys so much. We are on three different streams right now. So if you have live questions, just go ahead and ask us while we're oh, here. Oh, yeah, we can see. We Let can us see. Know. Let, Let us, us know. know. Ask us questions. Tell us that we look ugly. Tell us that <laughs> you have no idea. Please don't. I'm sensitive. <laughs> I'm not. I just take it at this point. Uh, what do I have to lose? Nothing. Uh, um, all right, so let's go with it. Um, so our first question was, who will win the AFC championship game, the yeah. Titans or the Chiefs? Um, and 75% of you went with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, so we still uh, people are still not yet buying into the Tennessee Titans I know, hype. But, you know, know, anything can happen when a team is making a run like this. It's dangerous. And uh, – they got a Cinderella story, a Cinderella story going, so we'll see if they can continue. Yeah, so we're gonna wait to share our thoughts with you. But my thought process is that you know, if if they're gonna do it, they're gonna do it. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, that's I'm not giving away my pick or anything, but like it's just you know, it's if you want to believe in them, maybe the time is now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so who will win the NFC Championship game? And 74% of you went with the San Francisco 49ers, which, you know, I'm actually pretty, um, I'm not surprised about. Um, I think the Packers did well on, oh no, we lost the Instagram feed. Um, I think the Packers did well last week. Um, I was thinking that the Seahawks were going to win, but I I, I don't know. But I mean, yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, we got the one uh, versus two seed, and, and Aaron Rodgers has come out and said, like, not a lot of people are talking about us, mm-hmm. and he thinks that's a good thing, and I agree. Yeah. I think when you can fly under the radar like that and, and not have it be, like, yeah. a circus in the media and anything, like, and you just go to go and play and do your job and win football games, that's the best. Yeah. Do we have a question? No, it just says, hear me out. 100th year of the NFL, and the first Super Bowl was Kansas City versus the Packers. All right. (laughs) I mean, that that would be pretty cool. I didn't even realize that, but that would would definitely be pretty cool. I thought at first it was the vomit emoji, but it was just the one going like this. That would be pretty cool. I'm sure some people might think of it as the vomit emoji, (laughs) but you never know. You never know. All right, and then our um, third question of the night is, who will have a better NFL career, Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence? Which I think is a really interesting question, but everyone, just so you are aware, Trevor Lawrence cannot enter the draft until right, next right, right. season. So he is going back to Clemson or might sh- shake up the world and go somewhere else. I don't think but so. But I doubt that. But, yeah, but they're both going to go on to the NFL. That's definitely a given. So Yeah, I mean, of course, these two aren't mm-hmm. going into the NFL at the same time, but uh, people – 
definitely are expecting that Trevor Lawrence yeah. will be the number one pick next year, as Joe Burrow will probably be the number one pick this year. And it's definitely becoming a heavy debate of who people like better, who people think is going to have the better NFL career. So I was definitely intrigued to ask all of you guys what you thought. And um, it was kind of even. 50, yeah. 56, so it's a good debate. Yeah. Uh, 56% of you went with Joe Burrow. And like, yeah. I think – just, like, maybe off, like, the high of uh, Monday night. Like, maybe that's why I was thinking it was going to be overwhelmingly mm-hmm. Joe Burrow and just the hype around him in general. But <laughs> I was actually pretty surprised. But, you know, being a, a college football gal, I, I know it's – there is an argument. And it's a good one. Oh, it's sure. definitely a good one. Um, it's good to hey, see – Hey, Tuck. Good to see young quarterbacks coming into the league that have a lot of promise. Yeah. So. Oh, our Instagram feed can't see Tucker. But every, oh, no. He's here. Neither, He's here. Neither can Twitter, but Facebook can. <laughs> Say hi, bud. All right, well, let's get into our big... <laughs> oh, wait, no, we have one more question. Oh, I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead, and go it's ahead. just because it's a national national holiday. So it is National Bagel Day. And I, I like just it. threw this out there for fun because we do have a wide range of audience members across many of the different 50, 50 nifty states, maybe yes. some overseas. Oh, we actually have two overseas fans, yeah. actually. Um, but... Yeah, so I asked, what are better, New York or New Jersey bagels? And listen, suck it, New York, because 76% of you said New Jersey. I like and it. I like it's it. a combination. It's not, you know, we're from New Jersey. Like, we're getting oh, more it's Jersey. it's different. There was a combination. There was people not even from New Jersey in this poll going Jersey. So I put it out on my Twitter, too. Follow me at Caitlin Brower underscore. There's a hot, hot, hot debate going on on my Twitter Uh-oh. as well. So. I love New Jersey bagels. They are so yeah. good. Yeah. And I've had New York bagels. I'm just not buying into it. I mean, they're both good. And listen, my you know my parents moved to South Carolina mm-hmm. a few years ago, and it's definitely one of the things they miss most about New Jersey is, is good pizza, good bagels. Oh, pizza. I think <laughs> I could never – like someone asked me one time, like, would I ever leave the state of New Jersey? And I say no, and I usually say no because of my family. I think the real reason is because of pizza. Like I sincerely cannot go to a place because I eat bre- – like breakfast, lunch, and dinner like pizza. I love it. I just love pizza so much. I hear you, girl. But thank you guys so much for engaging with it. Again, we are live on multiple different streams right now. So wherever you are watching the two of us, go ahead, ask us questions, engage with us. We already engaged with one of our fans before. Thank you, Skip, and we'll continue to do that moving forward. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so big stories of the week in football. This first one, huge announcement. Definitely caught everybody off guard, caught everybody by surprise. I sent it to Katie, had a little commentary, rolled over, went to bed. It was at (laughs) 8.45 at night. (laughs) Well, it, it was definitely... Definitely shocking. Surprising. I'm happy I caught it right before bed. Yes. So. Uh, we are talking about Carolina Panthers player Luke Keekley. He announced his retirement uh, last night. He is or was the linebacker and the captain for the Panthers. Um, he's 28 years old. Mm, my and, age. And leaving, yep, and leaving the game after eight seasons played in the league. Eight phenomenal seasons. I mean, phenomenal. talk about it. He's a seven-time Pro Bowler, a five-time first-team All-Pro. That's amazing and he was the 2013 defensive player of the year Um, I do have a quote on the back from Luke in regards to his decision he said it's never the right time to step away but now is the right time for me it's a tough decision I've thought about it a lot I think now is the right chance for me to move on it makes me sad because I love playing this game I played it since I was a kid it's my favorite thing in the world to do the memories I have from this place and this organization and playing on the field with these guys they'll never go away There's only one way to play this game since I was a little kid, and it's to play fast, play physical, and play strong. And at this point, I don't know if I'm able to do that anymore, and that's the part that that is most difficult. I still want to play, but I don't think it's the right decision. That just, like, I just, like, I get emotional about that because I was talking with, like, my dad before the show, and it's obviously, you know, this is for medical reasons. He's had more than enough concussions. He is a young guy and you know he's sitting down with his family he's sitting down with his doctors and they're making lifelong decisions here right. because you can't your noggin's not something to to mess with and what I was saying with my dad was that you know I'm 28 um I'm young but I have a, a great career I wouldn't you know give it away for anything I if, for me to like walk away from that right now and to say goodbye to it I would be heartbroken because yes. He played eight seasons. Like, I've been building up my career for about six years. Like, it's you're taking the time. You're taking the dedication for something that you love. Yeah. And me, if I just walked away, like, I'd be upset. But he's walking away for, like, medical reasons. Like, mm-hmm. that's just terrifying, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's it's 
something that's very serious. Yeah. Um, and we and we wrote this down. Uh, other notable retirements mm-hmm. as of recently, guys who have retired in their prime at mm-hmm. a young age. Rob Gronkowski left the game at 29 years old. Doug Baldwin at 30. And just recently, Andrew Luck at 29 yeah. years old. I mean, these are not no-name players. And this no. was all in the last year. Yeah. Year or two. And um, it goes to show you that you know, the whole concussion thing, the CTE, mm-hmm. the things that they're discovering in this game that make a lifelong impact on you. Um, a lot of players are taking it really seriously about the fact that even though they can still play the game at an elite level, it's, it's just not worth it's it. It's not worth and it. And that speaks volumes. Like It really does. And that's why these young guys, they need our support more than ever than people to go out and bash them or question their decisions. I think the one really scary thing that you know Andrew Luck said was like I want to be able to hold my children like he doesn't want to be the reason if something were to happen if he dropped a kid or did like couldn't like he wants to be there he wants to be present with his future with his family and everything like that and I'm listen I'm not sure what you know Luke Keekley's status is relationship wise but I'm sure one day if he's not already married wants to get married wants to have a family wants to continue his relationship with his family right now and just be present. I think yeah. that's the biggest thing. And sometimes when these head injuries happen, these people aren't present. They're not well. They're not. Mm-hmm. My dad and I were talking about the guy in the Steelers where he w- had all the money in the world, but he was living in his pickup truck and he just died there. Yeah. It, 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 eight years in the eight years in the mm-hmm. league, right? Playing at Luke Keekley's level, mm-hmm. winning all these awards, being a Pro Bowler, being an All Pro, being Defensive Player of the Year. Um, he's made a lot of money. Yeah. And for the guys who are smart mm-hmm. and, and have invested their money and, and taking, you know, made, yeah. made smart decisions with their money, uh, they've made enough money that more people make in their lifetime. Oh, in, yeah, in eight, in eight short years. Yeah. And at 28 years old can retire from their career. Yeah. Um, so, he, he, but he did have two years remaining in his contract mm. in Carolina. Um, he's walking away from ten point eight million dollars that he would have been making this upcoming season. Mm. It, but again, it speaks volumes. It does absolutely. He's willing to walk away absolutely. when he's still an amazing player. Yeah, twenty eight years mm-hmm. old, set to make almost eleven million dollars yeah. this year. I mean, it's that's what he's willing to walk away from. That's how serious it is. I think, but we we need people like that um, in the NFL, and I know they're trying to make the game safer. And I know there's a lot of guys out there that will be fine. They will go on. They will have successful long careers. They will die, and they will not find a trace of CTE on them. But there will be plenty. But that there will they be do. plenty, and there's going to be stories in the years to come. And I'm a little nervous because the guys that we grew up with, you know, they're mm-hmm. getting older and. Every football player now is getting tested for it when they die. It's not like – I don't even think it's, like, an option anymore. It's like we're going in and we're checking your brain. Like, we're checking your noggin. And I can only hope that everything, like, you know, in the medical field, like, advances and maybe – Oh, I just waved to someone. Oh, Oh. (laughs) she almost knocked her wine. Not even drunk. (laughs) That always happens. You always do something like stupid and like knock something over when like you're not even drunk. And it's like I'd rather have done it (laughs) when I was drunk. Um, But yeah, uh, but the the outpour of support and the messages to him have been so overwhelming. I remember I woke up the next. Well, I woke up this morning. Sorry, I keep thinking it was like two days ago, but it was actually last night. That's how like not on earth I am right now. Maybe I have something going on upstairs. Um, but I just opened up Twitter at 4 o'clock this morning when I woke up, and it was just – that was my pre-workout for Orange Theory, just seeing the diversity of people reaching mm-hmm. out to him, people that – players that have never even met him before, mm-hmm. just saying how much of an impact they've made on their play, his life, everything like that. And yeah. I was just like, you know what? Stand-up guy. I There was a story that – you know, he for the first couple of years he didn't have cable in his apartment. Yeah, people, because someone tweeted one no of the one of the NFL players. I forget who it was. Was it tweeted about it and was like, Luke didn't even have social media. Yeah. Like that's just the kind of guy he is. It's like, like it's like Eli, but I yeah. loved the cable comment. He was like, he was too busy watching film in his house. He didn't yeah. need something else there. So um, yeah, so there was actually a really great article on NFL.com mm-hmm. where they kind of compiled like a whole bunch of uh, players' tweets mm-hmm. in regards to the news. And I read, yeah, I everybody's super supportive. But 
more than being supportive is what I've noticed about how everybody feels about Luke Keekley as a person, mm-hmm. and everybody just loves, loves him. him. Like, and, obsessed. And as good of a player as he was, and he was one of the best defensive players yeah. in the game, but as good of a player as he was, I think he was a better leader. Yes. And mm-hmm. and that says a lot because he was a really good player. He became a captain but I think, pretty early You know, on. linebacker position, yeah. you're the captain of the defense. You're yeah. the leader mm-hmm. of the defense. You're the one calling out the plays. Right. And um, he's an amazing leader. Mm-hmm. And I think – I would, I would like to see him coaching the NFL. Absolutely. I really hope that's what he wants yeah. for his future because I think he'd be an incredible I agree. coach. Like, yeah. honestly. Yeah. So best of luck to him in his retirement. And he was an amazing player. And we're really sad yeah. that he's leaving the game, but totally understand and support his decision. Yeah, and I totally didn't mean to just laugh right there, but I was looking at our Facebook feed and we're so close together because we need to be close together. I know, because we're like trying to fit our faces on all these screens over here. I'll fix it in the future, don't worry. (laughs) Oh my God. But yeah, honestly, like best of luck. And it's just, yeah, it's crazy to see, but it's, um, it's almost good to see actually. So yeah. Alrighty, so let's get into the divisional round and the national championship game. Yes. We had a great weekend followed by a great Monday night. Um, let's just get into it. So you have the 49ers. They beat the Minnesota Vikings 27-10. to um, Their defense allowed ju- – the San Francisco uh, – the 49ers defense allowed just 147 total yards. Um, fewest in a playoff game. Um, uh, amongst in, yes, everybody. Yes, yes, ever. Yes, yes, Um and then they only they held Dalvin Cook to 18 rushing yards. This is a guy who led my fantasy team this entire year, Mr. Dalvin Cook. You know him. Like, you know him as a runner. You know him as the yard tacker honor. Held him to 18 yards. Yeah. So 18. Um, I watched this game. Caitlin, That's Caitlin, the game uh, winner. I watched this game at my house. Mm-hmm. Caitlin came over. Um, my brother and sister-in-law came over. And we were all watching. And, you know, my brother-in-law, diehard Niners fan, was saying that if they can hold Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook to 80 yeah. yards rushing, that's a win. 80. So that's what he said before <laughs> the game. 80. 80. That's, I mean, 80. that's what Dalvin Cook's been doing this year, that he's yeah. so monster mm-hmm. that if you're holding him to 80 yards, you're doing he considered job. that a victory. Yeah. They held him to 18, 18. rushing yards. Yeah. That blows my mind. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if San Francisco's defense can keep this up, mm-hmm. how do they lose? Yeah. How do they lose? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I was very impressed, um, definitely for sure. Um, and then you have the biggest game of the weekend, in my opinion. You have um, the Tennessee Titans upset the number one Baltimore Ravens. Wow. I was shook by this, and I had um, left Katie's house and watched the game at home. I was a little, like, del- I was very tired, a little delirious, so I got to admit, I was definitely in and out of this game, but I, you know, I still was watching. Obviously saw my boy Derrick Henry demolish people. Again, um, so you have Tannehill going uh, just 7 for 14 for 88 yards um, and two touchdowns. Um, 195 yards Derrick Henry rushed for. I killing can't it. even killing fathom it. You killed it. You killed that it. the Titans yeah. have won these two mm-hmm. playoff games with Ryan Tannehill throwing for less than 100 yards. Yeah. In, I mean, that's that has never that's clearly never happened, I'm right. sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is insanity. And what Derrick Henry is doing monster. is scary. It's monster. Yeah. He has taken this team, put them on his back, and has rushed them to victory. I'm just, and I know I said it last week, and I'm going to say it again, I'm just so happy that he is, not that he's never gotten recognition in the past, but he is just such a talented player, and... Um, He's a monster, and he's a monster. he can lead a team, and he can take a team to victory, and he showed it these past two weeks clearly that he just put that team on his back. He's yeah. got a big enough back to carry an entire <laughs> he does. team. He does. He does. Um, and that's why I said, like, earlier, like, we'll go into our picks, but, like, if you're going to be riding the Titans train, like, you're riding it now. If you sincerely think they like, they will, like, they can win this weekend. It's, yeah. But well, just going forward, um, if the Titans can, you know, Play this game if they win, move it on to the Super Bowl. You obviously have to shut down Derrick Henry yeah. and force Ryan Tannehill to throw can. the ball. I know it's a it's a tough task, yeah. but that's how that's how you're beating the Tennessee Titans because you have to force yeah. Ryan Tannehill to win that game mm-hmm. and not let Derrick Henry do it. So that's going to be the key to beating the Tennessee Titans. I agree. Um, and then you have Kansas City beating number four Houston, fifty-one to thirty-one. After being down 
24 to 0. I was watching the game. Katie was not watching it at the moment. I was like, you got, I was like, you're going to, you're going to flip out. And she's like, no, don't tell me. Like, and I was like, no, like, you need to go out. And it was 21 nothing at that point. Yes. It had not, they didn't kick the field goal yet. And I don't think Katie was expecting that. I was not ready for at that. At all. It was, the, the Texans just came out and it was bang, bang, bang. And I was like, it's over. Honestly, after yeah. the, th- I, it's, you know, it's over. But that's the kind of like, football fan I am I'm like you know what toss it in at this point oh I'm sure everybody had to have thought that and felt that it was honestly insane but the Kansas City Chiefs Patrick Mahomes the whole gang put their we're not taking this crap hat on and they came back and blew them out with to that 50 uh 51 to 31 um lead um and then they scored 28 points in the second quarter so that was huge yeah that was huge they after like they scored like the second touchdown I was like really are we gonna go for more 28 unanswered to take a four-point lead going to half which is just it's embarrassing for the Texans in my opinion I'm I'm very I'm very displeased with how they played oh I mean it's atrocious I don't really know what else to say about that um but in a positive note for Kansas City I mean I'm definitely uh with these final four teams here, definitely rooting for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Would like to see, you know, my hubby happy and, and see them win. Yeah. But I got to say, I'd love to see Andy Reid win, too. Oh, I agree. He's yeah. so deserving of it. He's such a solid coach. You should have seen his coach. face at 21 nothing. He was not happy. And we know an unhappy Andy Reid face. He but I also the think they were all cool, calm, and collected. I didn't feel like 21 nothing, 24 nothing. I felt like people at home were sitting and thinking, like, Oh, it's over. But um, I don't think they believe that, Kansas City. I, I don't think they thought it was over. You can tell that I think they were definitely shocked. They were like, how is this Oh, happening? I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, Andy Reid did not look happy. Um, and obviously, we know like what he doesn't look happy. You know, he was the coach of the Eagles for how long. We know his unhappy face. But um, it um, – what was I going to say? But Patrick Mahomes even just kind of was just like, like is this real life right now? It wasn't like – I don't think he thought, like, maybe, you know, it's over, but you can tell on their faces that... I disagree. I felt like Patrick Mahomes was like, cool, guys, we got this. I don't know. I don't know. He's got those big old bug eyes. I think he was freaking out a little bit. Freaking out just a little bit. Uh, and, yeah, and then so you have uh, Green Bay to go on and beat Seattle. I was actually a little disappointed in this game. I thought it could have been more exciting. And the Seattle yeah. could have... Seattle's defense didn't show up, in my opinion. Um, Aaron Jones had two rushing touchdowns, and Devontae Adams finished with 160, uh, 160 um, record yards and two touchdowns. Right, so he had 160 receiving yards, two touchdowns. Aaron Jones with two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're going to do well when your offensive playmakers come up and, and make plays. Yeah. So... Um, well, yeah, Devontae right. Adams is your – he's been the guy all season. Right, he's your so num- he you, had you, to. You have yeah. your number one back, and you have your number one receiver showing up and doing mm-hmm. what you expect yeah. him to do, almost exceeding expectations. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I, I agree. It was, a, it was a boring game. I was definitely rooting for Seattle. I know we both I thought was, Seattle yeah. was going to win it. But, again, it's like Green Bay is, is flying under the radar a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Green Bay versus San Fran, I think that's going to be a really interesting matchup. Yeah. And, uh and we'll see what happens. You know what but. I think is interesting? Um, the pregame, like, on uh, Sunday, and I've just been hearing a lot of the chatter around it, um, of, like, how good Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers' relationship mm-hmm. is. And that was something that we spoke a lot about last oh, yeah, season. Yeah, we definitely worried about in, it. We definitely worried about it because in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers is the man. Right. What he says goes. Right. And then that whole, like, Forbes article came out where all those guys were bashing him, and it was just – we were a little concerned, mm-hmm. like, with what was going to happen there. Like, it – and apparently it's a good thing. Like, it is – they're getting along really well. And yes. they're doing big things. And even, like, Matt LaFleur is coming out and saying, like, listen, like, people are saying, like, I'm making Aaron Rodgers better. Like, no way. Like, if anything, like, he's helping me. Um, so, just because I feel a very specific way about Aaron Rodgers. I, I think it's, I think it's really easy to get along with your coach when you're winning. So I, I want to see fair. them face adversity together, and then I think true colors maybe, will show. So maybe Sunday will be that adversity. Um, and fun fact, so I don't even know what um, coach he is, but Matt LaFleur's brother is a coach for the 49ers. Yes, Mike yes. LaFleur? No, I, I, Mike? I, I, don't I honestly don't name? know his name. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I just don't know what coaching what part he does. Uh, somewhere on the offense. Yeah, apparently really they haven't know. spoken all week. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love a good sibling rivalry. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, And then speaking of – 
um, siblings. The Griffith brothers, I really did. They were super cute. They both got a sack um, against Aaron Rodgers oh, together. The Griffin brothers. Griffin, yeah. sorry, I said Griffith. Um, it was just super cute. Yeah. And that's another thing. When I, I, when I, I saw it. that happen, I was like, that's probably never happened in NFL it history. Was, I know. Like, so brothers that's getting why, like, a sack together. I got, you know, brothers working together. I love it. Supporting women, supporting women. I, just, <laughs> I love it so much. Like, it was. Um, it was super. I liked that moment. Yeah. It was definitely because I cool I loved the both of them so yeah. much. So that was super cute. Um, yeah. So let's move on to our national championship game. Katie's obviously sporting her LSU. It is. It's an Odell Beckham. It's an right? Odell jersey. It's an Odell. You, you know what? You win some, you lose. I some. was like, you know what? I'll probably never wear this jersey ever again. So yeah. I was looking in my closet tonight, like, oh, what am I gonna wear on tonight, Sean? I was like, oh, let's just do it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, I'm a huge Alabama fan, but it was just like, uh, what does it say? Hey, just joined. What do you think about Jason Garrett possibly being the Giants' offensive coordinator? That is a question from our Twitter feed, and I am 100% on board with this. They did interview him today, um, and apparently the interview did go well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am either for him or Gruden. So I will take either of them for the offensive coordinator position, um, and I'm all on the Jason Garrett um, train. I think people... And a lot of times, you know, maybe if you're, like, an outside-in football fan, you're not really fully into it, they're going to be like, well, why did Dallas want to get rid of him, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes coaches are just not good head coaches, and they are really – he was very offensive-minded. I also think a lot of time people need a change of scenery. Absolutely. He's been there – he was with Dallas for so long, and they just – they had good years, but they weren't Mm -hmm. doing anything in the playoffs. They weren't doing anything in the postseason. And I think he just needed to go. But, like, sometimes, like, Pat Shermer is going back. He's going to the Bears, right? And he's going to be oh, a, I don't know. yes, he is. He's going to be an offensive coordinator there. Some people just, and he did great things on the Vikings. It's just, some people just need, you're right, a change of scenery and a change of position. And I think he will do very good things as the offensive coordinator for the New York Giants. So I'm all for it. So give him a, I'm, I'm is that a job? <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Give him a, I don't know. Listen, I think Caitlin and I have talked about this. We were not fans of him, him potentially. I, not a head coach. No, 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 no. No, we no, didn't. No. We agreed that we did not want mm-hmm. him as a head coach. Um, and But am I for him being an offensive coordinator? Yes, I am. Absolutely. Am I for him helping us beat Dallas twice a year Absolutely. every single season? Yes, I am. So I'm, I'm cool with it. Let's do it. That's definitely who I would like. Absolutely. So thank you for that question. Again, you guys can ask us questions while we are live. But yes, getting back to LSU and Clemson. So you have LSU coming out and beating number three Clemson, um, 42 to 25. This was LSU's first national championship in that number one spot. Great. Well, first all together. College football. Yes, college football. Yes, error. Um, And being in that number one spot in there to go into that game, um, which is great. Um, So. Joe Burrow. Also, talk. first national title since 2007. Right. So they have won before. This is just their first like uh, title since they've been doing the yes. college football playoffs. Joe Burrow finished the game 31 for 49, 463 yards, and five touchdowns. Yes, also had a rushing touchdown oh. as well. Good for you, J- JV. Those stats he, are just, I, could you ask for anything no, better? No. You really can't. I mean, this kid Could you is ask no for joke. anything better from a kid who's been putting up for you all season and then mm-hmm. coming down to your final game, the national championship, and, and even up. exceeding his expectations? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this kid, like, I don't know if there's been a quarterback who's ever had a college season like this before, ever. I He's mean, broken many a record. He broke the single season yeah. mm-hmm. uh, touchdown yeah. record. They listed them at the Heisman what Trophy. Have, like, uh, 60 yeah. touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's insanity. Yeah. They don't even do that in the NFL. Like, 60 touchdowns, okay? Get dirty. He, he wins the Heisman. Mm-hmm. He wins the national yeah. championship. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there anything that you could possibly do better? No. Kid is dirty. Kid is humble as hell, too. I do appreciate that also. Yes. So, um, I was just thinking of my eye, so it's going to get super red right now. Um, LSU, I'm not crying, I swear. Um, LSU wide receiver uh, Jamar Chase finished with 221 yards and two touchdowns. Monster. So not only is your quarterback killing it, you got your wide receivers killing it out yeah. there too. And their defense. Oh, my God, that defense. Oh, wow. There was. But I do want to give props. Oh, my God, my eye does look so red, especially on the Twitter feed. Um, I got to give props to Clemson's defense. They came out. They shut down LSU for, I think, like the – it was quiet in the beginning. The first, the first quarter was quiet. Yeah, the first three, like, uh, um, 
what are they called? Possessions. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I was going to say plays. I was like, mm, not the right word, not the right word. Um, they came out, and they came out strong. I was actually um, more in, in favor of Clemson early on in the game. I was like, wow, they actually might. Well, yeah, they were winning, them. what, 17 mm-hmm. to 7? It, it was, it was uh, a slow start for LSU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually, yeah, so, um, and I'll definitely admit, I definitely um, went to bed around the third quarter. Um, okay. So I did catch up with a lot of it the next day. Um, but everyone was complaining. The second half didn't start till 10.30. Everyone yeah. was complaining. I don't really understand why if a national cha- – and the same thing goes for it um, ended college, after midnight. college basketball. Yeah. They play the national championship mm-hmm. game on a Monday. I mean, a Monday. I'm like, tired. You have to start it at like – it started six. at like 6 o'clock. 6, absolutely. Like, honestly. I'm all in. People are six. home from work. Yeah, I'm like, all in. Like, you, you got to – it's crazy. It's a Monday. It was even like – I know like at work, like some of like the people around me like were talking about it. Like, yeah, like we're going out for the game. And some people were like, it's a Monday. Like, no, like it's Monday. Yeah. But joke's on you because the game didn't end until like 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, Listen, I got stuff to do. <laughs> I'm tired. It's I hear you, girl. Sleep. I hear you. But yeah. honestly, shout out like, – Big congratulations to LSU. Big congratulations to Joe Burrow, Coach O, two of like the most popular people on social media <laughs> right now. Um, like I said, like I am an Alabama fan, so LSU's in the in the SEC, so I'm a little bit, but I am happy for them. Listen, I can, as somebody who genuinely say I'm happy for them. For someone who doesn't have a horse in the race, I don't yeah. care about college mm-hmm. football. I don't I'm care happy who Clemson wins. didn't win because screw us. <laughs> I'm happy LSU won. Yes. Because the best team in, in college football this year won. I definitely uh, agree with they, that. They showed that all season long, undefeated, mm-hmm. dominated teams. When they played, they beat how many, four or five top-ranked teams? Mm-hmm. Like, there was some stat about that. Um, yeah, they beat Alabama. But I would like to um, just point out that Alabama scored uh, more against them than Clemson did. <laughs> that is my uh, wrap-up. for. <laughs> but, again, as, as not being a fan of anybody, yeah. I like to see the person, I like to see the team who has really been the best all year bring it home and, and, and show that. All right. So. Good job, LSU. Congrats on a phenomenal Congratulations. season. Congratulations. Honestly. Now you guys you guys were fun to watch. I don't like watching college football. Caught a couple of LSU games. Really fun team to Listen, watch. Listen, and the, the, the championship game was definitely a good one. Yeah. For obviously what I caught of it um, before I went to Snooze City. It was definitely good. Um, and let's, you know, let's go to the championship weekend. Oh, yeah. Let's go to our picks. Um so I look like I'm like having an allergic reaction on all of these things I don't right th- now. I don't think so. You I don't? can't see it. No. It looks like on here, like my it looks like rough red nosed reindeer. My I don't eye, see it. There's something in my eye. All right. Well, we're going Facebook to looks normal because that camera is so messed up. It's not even funny. All right. Well, my hopefully the people are listening on the podcast, and then they don't need to see your face. No, but I get <laughs> so many followers on all my other channels. All right. All right. Shush. It doesn't matter. All right, AFC, NFC championship picks. Um, you know, we've only got two games to pick here. We're down to our final four yeah. teams. So uh, we'll give you our lock and our upset. <laughs> so our AFC championship match, uh, we have the Tennessee Titans against the Kansas City Chiefs. Who are you going with? I'm going with the Chiefs. Um, and that's why I was, like, trying, like, not to, like, say much before. But I, I – I'm not surprised with people who are picking the Titans because if they're gonna win, it'll be this weekend. Like it'll yeah. be this season. Sorry, not that it'll be this season. If they're yeah. gonna pull this upset off, it's gotta be this weekend. Yeah. It's, um. Yeah. It's always dangerous when a team is having a run like this. It's yeah. like, oof. I, would you, even though they're the six seed, do you really want to play them? They're like on this take phenomenal. It, but Titans, take it to them. You just saw the Texans come out and put out twenty four points. You to, can do it. You can, you do, can it, do it. But yeah. hold. Hold them to it. Yeah. Hold yeah, them. Yeah, that's the Hold key. Them that's, to it. That's, that's the trick. Yes. So, um, as phenomenal as Derrick Henry has been, like, I just feel like I don't know how the Titans are going to match the Chiefs I offense. I think that's fair, yeah. And for that reason, I'm going with the Chiefs. And for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> NFC Championship game. I know that we had an overwhelming amount of people mm-hmm. pick the 49ers, but I do think this is a great matchup, and yeah. either team could, you know. You just hope for a good game, game on both parts. Yeah, so we, we have the Niners, we have the Packers. Um, this game is being played in San Francisco. San Fran's the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Who are you taking? I'm going with the 49ers. Okay, I'm going with the 49ers as well. That defense is just playing lights out. They are playing lights out on defense, and I just am so impressed with their offense week after week. And I just, I, I think, I say constantly, I'm just, I'm super impressed with 
the Niners this year. You know what's funny? Um, speaking, you saying about their mm-hmm. offense, uh, they they won their game this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G really didn't do much. Did not. And that shows that he didn't have to. And same with Ryan Tannehill. But two quarterbacks who really didn't have to do much. Yeah. And their team, the rest of their team, was just so yeah. like lights out that. They, they carried that. Like, Jimmy G only had 131 passing yards. Yeah. I mean, he really didn't do – he really didn't do much. If they do go against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, though, he needs to do something. Oh, and, and same with Ryan Tannehill this weekend going against the right, Chiefs. Right, right, right. I mean, you can't throw yeah. for under – you might have been able to do it the first but two I think But I think Jimmy G can get away with last weekend against the Packers. I don't think he can get away with it against the Chiefs. Tannehill, you're absolutely correct. Wait, wait. I, okay, so what I'm saying is that – this weekend, I think he can get away with last weekend's play. Oh. Where everyone kind of morphs around. Jimmy, Jimmy G Garoppolo. can do that yes. against the Packers? Yes. I, I think he needs I don't, to play well. I know. I think he – Better well, than what – yeah. No, but I think last a repeat of last weekend, I think that – and they could still win by if a they're lot. De- if their defense yes. plays the way that they I, But play. I agree with you that I do not think Ryan Tannehill can no. get, get away with last weekend no. to this weekend. The, the Chiefs, Chiefs offense is better That's than the what Packers I was saying. offense. Yeah. yeah. And to, to beat the Chiefs, you've got to match them point for point, and that's Absolutely. just going to be difficult. Yeah. So, All right. We've got the same – we had the same picks last week, same picks again. Haven't been too hot so far. At least I haven't been. No. Um, it's it's been a wild playoff picture. I don't think people could have predicted these final fourteen. Well, it's like what you texted me the other day. Like it's a weird season, and we Very always weird. say this coming into our show every like every year, like talking about things like oh, like every year just keeps getting weirder and weirder in the NFL. This has been the weirdest I NFL season I in the so. past. Let's do the decade. You know what? We we're entering a new decade. I'll <laughs> let you know. This- <laughs> Um, the no, weirdest. I definitely think this has been a strange, strange season, and uh, with everything across, like we across look at everything, like, yeah. you know, injuries, trades, players being bonkers, retirements, retirements uh, who's winning games, the How Patriots not getting games? a, yeah. a bye week, the yeah. Patriots getting eliminated in the in the playoffs in the first yeah. game, the Ravens getting eliminated, the Titans coming out and doing God knows what to everyone, the, the Bills making yeah. the playoffs, the Falcons being mm-hmm. weird, like. Yeah. It's been a wild, wild year. So it's been the Chargers fun. not making the playoffs. Like, the, the Steelers not making Just weird, weird, weird. I constantly say, and I say this, like, mm. I swear I say this all the time, this is why I like the NFL over the NBA. Yeah. Because you can't, I mean, yes, you're going to have the Patriots, the same, like, all the, yeah. a lot of the same teams, but but you just, it's a lot more unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes it are. fun. Yeah. It makes it fun. Definitely. So I hope this weekend, definitely a lot more fun. And I'm just hoping for good games yeah. and hoping for a good Super Bowl. Absolutely. I mean, any any matchup in here will be a good Super Bowl. And yeah. I'm super excited about it. So, right. yay. Can't wait. All right, let's get into our big stories of the week for Housewives. And it's a very quiet week. It but is, it's it is. It's quiet okay. about a loud, loud lady. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that for sure. Danielle Staub will never be a housewife again. Music to my ears. What does that mean? I'll let you know what that means. Um, so Danielle was recently on Watch What Happens Live, and I'm actually shocked they asked her to be her uh, be a guest because, like, I thought they were done with her already. Um, she announced, so she's announcing that she's yeah. never coming back. I'm like, again, like I'm surprised Bravo didn't like nix it with her like a while. I, I, I disagree with you. I don't think she's good at entertainment. No, 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 no. She gives me so much anxiety. I highly disagree with you. I think Bravo would love to have Danielle Staub till the end of time. No, I don't because think so. she, the drama that she but brings, I mean, much. that's what they want. But that's what no, they want. It gives me they so much anxiety. They want people flipping tables. They want people throwing wine glasses. They want people ripping ponytails. Like, it's too much. Oh, but. Wait, but here's the best part. So she now plans to focus on her own cooking channel. You can't just start a channel. You start a show. She doesn't mean she doesn't mean she, like on YouTube or something. Not oh, like a television oh, like, channel. <laughs> She's not starting the Danielle Stobbs Food Network. Channel eight hundred and fifty two. Like, I think she means like a YouTube channel. But you know her. She probably would start to do that. She would try. She cried right. All right. Here's a here's a quote from her, and we also have a quote from Andy. Um, I think that's like his follow up. I will never be returning as a housewife again with the Jersey. Oh, with the Jersey girls. Where are you going? Like, you live in New Jersey. (laughs) I have, over the past 12 years and 10 seasons, been a part of this whole franchise, and I've been very happy to rally and stand on a platform and be here with all of you. But it is time for me to leave and do something that I really want to do that makes my heart happy every day. 
Never in one episode have I seen her cook or do anything. <laughs> if anything, she critiqued Teresa's 800 cookbooks, but she's never, not critiqued, have just like, given her feedback and been like, oh, good for you, girl. Couldn't I cook? Good, good for her. Not like, oh, I cook too. No. Like. <laughs> when did she? No, she never cooked. Ever. So, like, this makes you happy? Does it really? I don't believe you. Calling BS. Andy Cohen's quote back was, this is entirely your move. I just want to point that out. I didn't expect you to say the word never. I've got to digest this during the commercial break. So that was while. So she did this all, like, on So the this episode. is why I think, like, I, I deep down think that Andy and Bravo don't want to see her go. I think as crazy as know. she is and as much as everybody hates her, everybody loves to hate her. And, like, the drama she brings to the show that's what they want to see at the end of the day. It yeah. might give you anxiety, but that's what they want out there. Ugh. Like, I was even, like, I was catching up on, like, I was just not catching up. I was just, like, watching, like, Jersey reruns from last season and just, like, ugh, just some of this, I just, like, ugh, just get, some of it's just, like, oh, I can't watch this. But it's, like, cringe Some of the most memorable Jersey scenes have included her, Yeah. Right? And for example, when they got her and Margaret the hair pull herd around New Jersey, that's a memorable scene. People will never forget that, okay? And I texted you and I said, I'm watching this right now, and my jaw has been dropped for the last <laughs> ten minutes. I mean, if you're I didn't watch if you're a television, week. like if, if you're a television network, isn't that what you want? Don't you want people's jaws to be dropped, people to be shook, people to remember this? 10 years from now I mean that table flip is like the most famous oh housewife Iconic. moment across all the franchises so it's what they want <laughs> I will never get over the table flip like ever, no one will ever, ever. In my life I think I can get over the hair pull it's not the same as the table flip, but my God, I was shook to my core when I saw it. I, like, would love to flip a table. And it's, like, <laughs> I, like, remember, I, like, I forget, like, who, it was probably, like, for something for work, but, like, a month ago or something, like, I met someone, like, outside of New Jersey, and they just, like, I was, like, kind of, like, asking, like, the stereo, like, what do you think, like, a stereotype, like, New Jersey person is? And it was, like, kind of, like, the housewives, like, loud, like, very, like, in your face, like, all, like, every, like, flipping intimidate. Tables. And, like, I made that comment. I was, like, flipping tables because like that's like <laughs> what we do and like i just i can't i'll never get over it it makes it makes for good TV. we should like recreate for that good scene oh oh boy all right well yes we said that we didn't have a lot for housewives no, but it. but we are playing a housewives game tonight so uh we do have that um it is called which real housewives franchise do we belong on um all about the real housewives.com all about yeah. trh.com um definitely get a lot of good stories from oh them. yeah it's mm -hmm. a great website really like them a lot uh they recently posted a quiz to find out which franchise you would belong on based on their uh, questions. So much better than a BuzzFeed qu a quiz, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I really enjoyed these questions. Like, um, these were, like, detailed, like, housewife stuff, not, like, what's your favorite color. Yeah, like, no, th no, these were good. They, they were well here. thought out. So um, we're going to go these questions one by one. Caitlin and I t both uh, on our own took this quiz to find out which franchise we belong on, and uh, we'll, we'll do a question at a time and give our answer. So let's do it. Question number one in this quiz, what is your drink of choice to throw in an argument? So we're, we're going to do pretend table flipping here, okay? Yeah. Are we throwing Pinot Grigio, a margarita, champagne, vodka soda with lemon, sweet tea, or red wine? So I actually, I ended up going with Pinot Grigio because it's the closest to Chardonnay. Okay. And I feel like if we're at like a dinner, like if we're at like a dinner and like we're getting into a fight and like throwing tables and throwing drinks, I'm not, I don't, I don't really do vodka sodas when I'm like at dinner. Okay. If we're out, that's my drink of choice. I was thinking more of not, oh, what would I be drinking? More so, what would I like to throw more at someone's oh, face if that's I was fair. mad at them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I picked red wine oh, because yeah, sustain, sustain, sustain someone. Sustain it, okay, yeah. so if I'm mad enough to throw a drink yeah. on you, I want to do damage. Yeah, but we're rich, so the red stain is not gonna do anything. I could just like take it to the. It's good in the moment. It's good it in the out. moment. I did red fair, wine. Fair, fair. All right, number two. If in this dream world that we're housewives and we're super rich, what kind of rich are you? Self-made, married into money, or old money? Oh, this is easy one for me. I'm self-made all the way. That all is right. how I. That's how I am in my normal, my normal world, not my fantasy world. So <laughs> I'm self-made. All right. I went with uh, old money because yeah. you know I wouldn't hate being born and just not have to lift a finger. 
<laughs> and just have that and do whatever. Um, all right, number three. What do you look for in a husband? This is a good question, right? Yeah. Um, money, hotness, loyalty, success, status, who needs a husband, question mark, kindness, or sense of humor? What did you go with? So you know what's hilarious? Like, all of the, I want all of the above. <laughs> Even the who needs a husband, because I know one day I'll still ask that. Um, but I think, like, the, out of all of this, um, the most important thing to me is loyalty. Yep, I went with loyalty, loyalty as well. I wish loyalty and sense of humor were together, though. I mean, sense of humor is great, too. Or and understand my sense of humor, because I have a very, like, sick, dark, and offensive <laughs> sense of humor. Oh, God. So you just need to understand that, like, I'm, like, a type out by itself, like, out on its own island. But, but we definitely agree. Loyalty is key, yeah. and, and that's definitely the most important amongst this list. So. Loyalty Number and, and hotness. <laughs> Number four, you throw an event and someone you didn't invite shows up. What do you do? Flip a table, um, ignore them and stay classy, have them escorted out by your private security team, approach them and shade them in front of everyone, <laughs> take off your earrings and fight, toss a drink in their face and walk away. What'd you go with? Well, I think like contrary to popular belief, like I actually don't like um, confrontation. Me either. Me either. So like... I know a lot of people, like, think I'm, like, this huge, like, biatch and, like, am, like, this confident, like, cocky girl that walks around. I actually hate confrontation. Like, yeah. it gives me so much I anxiety. And when other, like, two other people confront each other, that gives me, like, se I second hands. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't deal with it. Like, I, it's not okay. So... I actually went with have them escorted out by your friends. I did the same thing. <laughs> I did the same thing. Get them out. If I have a couple drinks in me, like, yeah, I might be feeling pretty confident And, and I picked this something. because I picked this because I still want that person to know, like, I'm annoyed. Like, you just don't no, show up no, to somebody's party stay. that you were not no, no, invited no, 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 no. to. But I don't think I could call you out. I couldn't. Have someone else do the dirty work for you. Yeah. Okay, security team, go. Like, your, in my 28 away. years of living, I think I've yelled at, like, one person in public. I, like, attempted to get into a fight one time, but oh it didn't God. work out. It wasn't, like, I didn't, like, attempt. Like, it was just, like, I was, like, mad at someone. Story for another day. All right. number. It was a good one. <laughs> number five. Where is your dream vacation spot? St. Bart's, Paris, Italy, Jersey Shore. <laughs> Jersey Shore. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. Mexico. Any tropical island, Palm Beach, or anywhere overseas? I just did any tropical island because, like, lately I've just been, like, dreaming about, like, playing in the sand with, like, a... Pina colada. Yeah. That sounds nice. Next to a hottie with a body and just, like, chilling. You know? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Sounds sounds nice. Sounds nice. Any takers? <laughs> any takers? Um, I went with a place that I haven't been yet that I definitely would like to hit up over the next few years. I picked Italy. Ooh, I'd love to go to yes, Italy. Wine, definitely. pizza, pasta. Definitely, definitely. Ooh, I want to change my answer now. <laughs> All right, number six. What is your go-to non-apology? <laughs> love this. I feel like this is like a Ramona question, right? <laughs> Queen of the non-apology. Yeah, the non-apology. I'm sorry you're upset. <laughs> it's not my fault. It was the booze. It was a joke. Get it? I did nothing wrong. You're the one who should be apologizing, not me. Jesus. And Jesus take the wheel. What did you go with? So I actually thought this was hilarious because, like, when I read the like the non-apology, um, I think I thought of Vanderpump Rules right away. So like, you, I know you don't watch that, but one of like the famous lines from that is, "I don't know what I did to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio," <laughs> and it's like the Love best it. like non-apology ever. And like I think about that constantly, but that should have been included, but it's not housewise. Um, but I actually went with it's a joke. Get it? Because that's like one of my like like mechanisms for like oh like trying to like diffuse the situation i was just oh, kidding god. oh god oh my god you're offended? i've definitely heard you i've definitely heard you say that before because like i like i told you i have a very dark sense of oh, humor god, like i go at people before. a lot like i'm very blunt so when people get offended i was kidding when i wasn't kidding was you've kidding. said that to me before so now i know cool great wonderful I'm just kidding. So now I know she's not kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm writing this down. Mental notes right now. Sometimes I'm actually kidding. Oh, my God. I went with it was the booze because if I'm 
say anything or do anything wrong, it is likely that it could be the booze. So. No, I don't like using that excuse because then some people, ah, oh, well, It's not an apology. They're all excuses. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> Number seven. If you were to release a song, what genre would it be? Pop, R&B, or dance? Pop. All right. I went with dance just because. What like, is dance? Well, because I was thinking in my head, like Luann's songs, how they oh, just make you up, like chic, make you want to get up and dance. So I was like, you know, I, that's the vibe I, I want to go with. I just want to. That's it's just like rap. <laughs> Number eight. Pick a hobby: charity work, drinking, horse riding, yoga, or shopping. Drinking. I went with drinking as well. <laughs> It was so nice this past weekend. I literally, like, messaged, like, all my lacrosse friends. I was like, so, like, when we meet up to day drink? Like, it was, like, perfect weather. Like, I... Oh, my God. Yeah. Whatever. It's a hobby. Hey, I picked it, too. All right, number nine. What would your Real Housewives tagline be? I love my family and my friends and anything covered in glitter. (laughs) I don't read books, but I do read page six. You're doing a good job. (laughs) I may have lost my fortune... But I still have my facelift. I might go bankrupt, but at least I look pretty. pretty. <laughs> my Bentley may be leased, but I own these lifts. Who leases a Bentley? <laughs> I never feel guilty about being incredibly attractive and wealthy. God is my savior, but my elderly husband is my king. I hated that. That's one. horrible. Like Ooh. the, I, I honestly <laughs> like, I literally like held the cross in your on mouth. my chest and I was like god I will never betray you like that like I will always be here for you what did you go with I went with I never feel guilty about being incredibly attractive and wealthy somehow I knew you were gonna pick that one. <laughs> oh my god because I will be wealthy enough one day to fix this face so I won't feel bad <laughs> I went with my Bentley may be leased, but I own these lifts. Because, yes, even if you're leasing a Bentley, it'd be nice to have a Bentley. Who leases and a Bentley? And I'm good with my lifts. I like my lifts. That's such a waste. Who leases? Just buy, like, five of them. Because you you just have it for three years and you move on to the next. I don't know. But, all right, number move 10. Move on to the next what? They make, like, one Bentley. I mean, move on to your next car. It doesn't have to be a Bentley. Oh. All right, all right. Number 10. How would your friends describe you? Intelligent? Bitchy, Caitlin. Funny, kind, charming, stubborn, or wild? What'd you go with? I went with bitchy. (laughs) Which is funny because, yes, I am a bitch, but I'm actually one of the most loyal, funny, and kind people you'll ever meet, too. You don't deny it. You're my best friend. I'm not denying it. Am I loyal? Yes. I'm hilarious. I think I'm very funny. And I'm actually very nice, too. I always put people in front yeah. of myself, but... And you're definitely bitchy. I'm definitely bitchy. <laughs> I went with kind. Just don't rub me the wrong way. No, you don't know. You're a little busy, too. So. I went with kind. I think my friends would say I care about them more you than do. I care about yes. myself. You are. So. You are. All right. Number wild. 11. We didn't get... There was a wild... <laughs> put us together. Combo answer. Wild. Wild. All right. Number 11. What's the most important thing in life? Success, family, love, class, Money or happiness? Money can't buy. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of things. In it's all of it. Um, I have a family. Okay, I I said happiness. Yeah, I mean that's just mm-hmm. overall encompassing everything. Yeah. All right, number twelve. What kind of wine do you drink? Oh, I hated this question. Uh, all of the above. Uh, <laughs> Pinot Grigio, Skinny Girl, ugh, Fabellini, Rosé, Cabernet, or hard liquor only? For starters. What the hell is Fabellini? That was Teresa's drink. It was it was her Bellini drink that she made. Oh, but a Bellini is not wine. So you're asking a question about wine, and you put a Bellini in there. I know. And then you put Skinny Girl, which, which is margarita mainly. Well, they did they wine have wine, too. but it's mainly. Then you put hard liquor only. So this pissed me off to no end because I'm a huge Chardonnay drinker. So they didn't even give me my own you option. You like Pinot Grigio? No, I don't. Not really. All right, what'd you go I with? put rosé. I'm actually, okay, I do okay. like I like rosé. Because it's dry. I like I it because like it's dry. I went with Cabernet. But I do like Cab, too. Yeah. There were options. But, like, come on. Not like, your favorite option, but there were options. Come on. Chardonnay, guys. Come on. You don't know this by now? <laughs> come on. All right, number 13. What does your average weekend evening consist of? At one of my many restaurants. I wish. I, I know. I like that option of like, right? oh, I own multiple oh, restaurants. Yeah. Cool. We just go um, drinking and things. gossiping with my friends at the hippest restaurant. Staying home with my family. A dinner party at my countryside home. I also liked envisioning that life. Um, yeah. A charity event. 
home alone or a romantic dinner with my man. Listen, this might sound pathetic, but most weekends I am home alone, so. Yeah, I mean. Whatever. <laughs> there weren't too many realistic options. Single like, girl these are swag. Like, they, yeah. There's a lot of fantasy choices here. Yeah. But what sounded the most fun to me is I would like to be drinking and gossiping with my friends at the hippest restaurant. Absolutely. Eating and drinking with my best friends. Absolutely. And that's like a great weekend for yeah. me. It's on But we don't, yeah. <laughs> Where was watching football and, yeah. and drinking in my pajamas? So like last weekend, <laughs> it was like Friday, I came home and like tried to watch a movie but fell asleep. And then Saturday, watched an early game with Katie and family. Yeah. Came home, fell asleep early. <laughs> and then Sunday, did absolutely nothing, fell asleep yeah. early. We didn't have those options. Those so. are your, yeah. So, like, I am. None home, of them were realistic. But I am it's home okay. alone a majority of the time, which it's like, it's super not that sad. It's pretty okay. All right. Our last and final question What is your ideal climate? Sunny, perfect weather all year long, hot summers and cold winters, or hot and hotter? I'm a big seasons gal, so I did put hot summers and cold winters. I went with that as well. I like living in a state that has the I four seasons. It. I wish our winters weren't so long, but yeah. it hasn't been bad I was so, so far. happy this past weekend, though. Like, so, oh, yeah, so great happy. weather. Great weather. But fall in New Jersey, it's like, there's nothing better. So I need my four seasons. All right, so what was the verdict? I am a member of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> I know. Surprising. I was actually shocked that I got Beverly Hills. I was Hills. surprised too. I was surprised as well. Like, what does that say about it's us? It's probably the bitchiness. <laughs> For the me. The bitchiness. The bitchiness. Okay. Oh my god, we'll be on the same season. I like it. Uh, or the same Listen, if they, they need new members. Like, they need to, you know. Oh my god. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. Living our Look best lives. Look at us. Oh my god. All right, me. that was a great game. I enjoyed it. Fun. Very fun. Thank you all about the real housewives.com. Yeah, so we're going to get booted off on Instagram in five minutes, but it's totally fine because we're still on Facebook, we're still on Twitter, and we are still on the podcast. Yes. So see y'all later on Instagram in five minutes. So it is that time of the night where we get it off our chest. Football, housewives, life, wine, whatever. I don't know. You had a bad day at work. <laughs> like, whatever. You're Tucker didn't want to. I wanted to fight with him before, and he oh wouldn't boy. fight with me. <laughs> my dog it wouldn't play fight with me whatever that's my movie i get it on my chest whatever you want to get it off your chest about so why don't you go ahead and get us started because i know you have a more like a better one than me <laughs> well yeah um it was just something i was thinking about watching the games over the weekend and something that bothered me but i can keep it pretty short simple and to the point um Watching the Baltimore Ravens game, playing the Titans, obviously that was not the outcome that everybody expected. Right. Um, the number one seed versus the number six I'm seed. Still like the Ravens were had the best record in football yeah. amongst the entire league. Um, very high expectations. Lamar Jackson going to be the MVP of the league this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just didn't show up. And they were stopped. And Lamar Jackson, actually, if you look at the stats, still had a really good game. Yes. Um, but what I didn't like was uh, watching that game, and I pretty much watched the whole thing, so I, I saw plenty that I needed to see in order to form this opinion. Uh, I didn't like how he was reacting throughout the entire football game. I felt he was being very negative, uh, quickly showing that he was frustrated, mm-hmm. uh, caught him cursing on camera yeah. a couple times. Like I I, We couldn't hear yeah. it, but I could clearly yeah, I read the, lips. the one video of it, yeah. Um, and so to me... There's two things here. Number one is um, if I'm on, I'm on the Titans and I see this because he's doing it on the field as well, not just yeah. on the sidelines. I'm like, we got to him. We are under yeah. his skin, mm-hmm. and we're winning this Especially mental. Like and we're winning like, this mental game. A guy right like now. Derrick Henry, like, yeah, he like feeds off of that stuff. I mean, anybody should feed. Guy off that. played for Alabama, like it. Anybody should feed off that. Yeah. If I'm looking at the MVP of the league and I'm seeing that we have him completely yeah. frazzled and he's getting pissed off and love he's it. starting to complain and curse and bitch and moan, I'm like, we're under his skin. Every second we're winning it. this yeah. game. Yeah. In my mind, I see that. And I'm mm-hmm. saying we're winning this game. Absolutely. So part two is you don't do that. Like you, yeah. like Lamar Jackson, you don't do mm-hmm. that. You're giving them a win here by like not giving them a win, but you're giving them a reason to say, ooh, we can beat him. Right. We have him upset it's right doable. now. It's yeah. doable. Like, we're, we're, we're yeah. doing this. We're getting really frustrated. Yeah. And uh, it just shows a young player who hasn't fully grasped 
uh, strong leadership skills, in my opinion. Which is kind of, like, upsetting because I feel like he is a good leader, and I think he's molded into his, like, position and, like, everything from, from that as well. Good play, but also being a good leader. Yeah. Well, listen, it's hard for me to— That he's to... a good leader when he wins. Right. It's very difficult for mm-hmm. me to make that judgment, and I'll say that I, I can't— I'm basing this off of one game, right? Right. And it was an important game. It was an important game. It's a fair judgment. Um, But I can't say in the grand scheme of things truly what kind of leader he is. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is they went 14-2. and He lost two games. He won 14. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen him losing enough. Yeah. I saw him lose. I saw him lose a very important game. And he's – like, to me, like, you're showing your colors here. And, like, you're showing that you're not a good loser – it kind of reminded me of Cam Newton. Ugh. And you know how we feel about him as a leader. Not a fan. I like some, I mean, and I'll just say Eli Manning because we, we we're Giants fans and we, yeah. we've watched him every week for years and years and years and years and years. But I can sure. name a million other guys in the league as well yeah. that if you turn on the TV and you don't see what the score is. Or like muted. You wouldn't know whether they were no. winning or losing yeah. because they keep the yeah. same like mentality. They keep the same focus. Yeah. They don't get rattled. That's why Eli was successful in mm-hmm. New York. Right. And he was a good, a good quarterback for New York because that's a tough place to it play. Really is, and yeah. a tough media. Mm-hmm. And you need to have thick skin. Yeah. As a leader, you need to have thick skin. You need to Patrick Mahomes, I feel like being down 24 nothing. Right. I feel like you need to be able to go to your sideline yeah. and show, "Hey guys, I'm cool. I'm not frustrated. I'm We're cool. in this. We're we cool. can win this game." And to me, that's a difference between Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson right there in those two games. Yeah, so I think that's fair. Um and I know earlier I did uh, you know comment on um Patrick Mahomes and it wasn't it, it wasn't an anger issue. It was like he was kind of like kind of that bug-eyed like is kind of like shook like, "Whoa, what what's is happening?" This, so like that's like I was getting at before because he did have that face and Andy Reid had the angry face. He had the angry face. But there's no doubt in my mind that Patrick Mahomes went to his bench, went to his play yeah. on the offense and said guys we've got this no, i remember seeing he did. Yeah, one play he was at a time at, yeah one play, at, one a time. play at a time and he was it was very wasn't angry it wasn't anything like that so i definitely agree with you on this one that lamar jackson just kind of took it to another level and yeah. you just can't i know how emotional the game is i know well sorry i don't know how emotional football is i know how emotional sports are and i know how emotional that 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 type of game can be but don't don't let it get the best of you, right? Because you're beating you're beating yourself when you're when you're doing that. But like, then you also like kind of like poo poo on like the Titans, like dude, like they're running you over. Don't you like come in? And, listen, anything can happen in NFL playoffs. And also the other thing too, right? Like if he's coming to the bench and he's pissed off and he's mad, yeah. If I'm on the offense with him, like I don't want to approach him because he's pissed yeah. off. Like if I don't so instead of being able ball, to like, come to yeah. him and approach him knowing, yeah. hey, like, what can we do? Like, mm-hmm. what do we need to fix? What can we do better? You kind of like shy away from him really because he's to. very yeah. standoffish. Mm-hmm. So I hope this is a learning experience oh, from Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You need to get used to losing in the league because a lot of people lose a lot more than they win. You're not going to go 14-2 and two every single no, season. No, absolutely. So Ravens, you're not, no, he's you're young, and yeah. I'll give him a slight pass, but please learn from this. I, I would hate to see anything mm-hmm. like this again in the future. Don't be a Cam Newton. Don't. Ugh. For the love of all things holy, we don't need yeah. two of those. No, that was good. Um, so, yeah, so mine's like Silver Street, to the point. Um, I just got like, it's like, it's not NFL or Housewives related. It's actually XFL related. Oh, right, right, yes. I just gotta let everyone know, like, I'm actually, like, low-key, like, excited for the <laughs> XFL. Like, they're doing, first of all, they're doing a phenomenal job with social media. You know me, social mm-hmm. media buff. Um, they're doing a great job with that, like, really getting their marketing efforts up. And I'm just, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, like, they, like, even, like, they've partnered with, like, Barstool. Like, today they had one of the guys um, from Pardon, um, Pardon My Take, like, one of their famous, oh, like, pardon. Part of the interruption? No, part of my take. That's oh. bar. So part of oh. the interruption is it's from ESPN. Yeah, yeah okay, um, okay. confused me. Yeah, no, everyone. I think everyone gets them confused. It actually they feel like a spinoff. No, um, so part of my take is like one of Barstool's like biggest podcasts. Um, okay. so they had one of the guys like on their PFT commentator, and he like went like tried out. He like tried out for one of the teams. Like just kicked a field goal, and it was like really funny. So like they're doing all these sponsorships, all these partnerships, and like to partner with like Barstool is huge in yeah. this day and age. Um, and they're just, they're really getting out there and, like, marketing themselves, and we were talking before, like, before the show, like, there's big-name players that are playing for them. Oh, yeah. Like, we know a lot of these names, and I just think it's, um, 
it's exciting. I think at first when they announced they were coming back, people kind of like rolled their eyes, but I'm excited for it. I think the NFL pisses us off sometimes and it's like it gets too intense and we get too emotionally driven into it. I'm kind of looking forward to something that we can kind of just like relax about and just watch oh. and chill. I won't be like devoted. I mean, no. who knows? Maybe I will end up becoming extremely <laughs> devoted to it. But tickets for their first game in New York, the New York Renegades, I think they're called. Um, Renegades, is that it? I think no, it's it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I forget. They're playing at MetLife. Tickets are like 24 bucks in February. I'll I don't go. know. I think we'll go. I'll go. February, though. We got to bundle up. Whew. Um, we've been having warm weather lately. Yeah. Maybe we can I'll take, check out I'll our warm game. I'll take the 60 degree weather. Um, but yeah. Yeah, these are kids with a lot of heart. I mean, they're, they don't yeah. have a shot at the NFL, but you know, this is, this is their chance to continue playing mm-hmm. the game that they love. And so you, you've got to appreciate that. Yeah. And, uh, it, like I said to Caitlin before the show, um, I don't watch college football, but if I did. Yeah, there's a lot um, of big names coming. I, I, I don't watch college football, and I recognize I see the commercials for the XFL, XFL yeah. and who's playing, and I'm like, oh, I know yeah. these names. I know these kids. So um, if I was a fan of college football and I didn't follow it closely, that's a reason to watch the XFL and see some of those guys that you like. So Yeah, so I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I know there are definitely um, rule changes from the NFL, BFL, Arena League, XFL. Um, to my knowledge, they have not released the, the like the changes or how it's going to be different yet. Um, they might games are starting in February, so they might as well soon. Uh, maybe they have. I just haven't looked into it yet. But I'm excited. Um, I have the team names are cool. The jerseys are cool. Like I said, their social media is popping. Like, and it's a great time, um, by the way, to and I. Didn't even think of this until we're all now. Sad so, about. Yeah, the NFL. You know, the <laughs> NFL is going to be over. over, and it gives a reason to keep watching football. So yeah. that's great for them. And another great storyline. Uh, Chad, formerly known as Chad Ochocinco, Chad Johnson, uh, the original Chad, Chad Johnson. <laughs> he wants to try out as a kicker for the XFL. So and you know that gets me excited if because I'm working, I do. If I'm working for the XFL, I'm like, this is awesome. This is yeah. going to like grab headlines, get people interested. It, and I good. love Chad Ochocinco. He's, he's fun. He's love, fun. Loved him when he was Chad Johnson. Loved him when he was Chad Ochocinco. He's back to Chad Johnson. Still love the guy. I will I will go to a game with you. I will. I will. It gives me a reason to tell Well, I don't know him. if he, yeah, I don't know if he's doing the, the New York team, but I definitely No, yeah, I don't know. But I will, I will go to a game with you if you wish. All right. Well, that was my get off my chest. So. All right. Very good. Very good. XFL, we're ready for you. Maybe we'll talk about you more on our show. Um, X. I don't know how to make an F. <laughs> F. Um, okay. Ooh, so, oh, I was knocked she's down. She's knocking one of our... stuff down on the set. Okay. <laughs> so that was our show for tonight. Thank you guys so much for joining mm-hmm. us. Episode 94. Um, things you don't want to miss this week. Real Housewives of New Jersey started at 8. We know you're watching us, so catch it on demand. Catch it tomorrow, I have whatever. To ca- I actually have to catch up. So um, I do have to catch up Maybe as well. Maybe you guys don't catch up yet. Let us catch yeah, up Yeah, don't first. tell us anything. We're not <laughs> caught up. Uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta on Sunday at 8. And then, of course. Ooh, last um, week was good for Atlanta. You guys should okay, catch up. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then, of course, on uh, as far as the championship They had, like, games. their own table flipping scene. Ooh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. So, if you're into Atlanta, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, as far as the NFC and the AFC championship games, we've been spoiled with having games on both Saturday oh, and they Sunday. They should have split I know. It. I one so game too. and one name. Um, but both games are being played on Sunday. We've got uh, the Tennessee Titans versus Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday at 3.05 p.m. And then we have the Green not, Bay Packers. I'm not digging the 3 and 6, to be honest. Like, well, that's good for you because you go to sleep early. Yeah, but the 6.40 games? <laughs> you can make it. No. You can make it. Green Bay versus San Fran at 6.40. So uh, those games are going to be great. I can't wait to talk about them next week and, and see who our Super, Super Bowl match. Bowl. Super Bowl. Every year it's we the Super Bowl. Every year we do this. It was just tra- – we were just crazy. talking about training camp and preseason. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, Jacqueline and I just went to a preseason game. We just met Daniel Jones time at the softball flies when game. you're having fun. So before you know it, having uh, fun. I mean, I don't football know. will be over and we'll be approaching our 100th episode and we'll just keep on rolling. Yay! So. Alrighty, thank you guys so much. So I'm going to go ahead and end it on all of our areas. Hold on, this is going to take a while. Stop cheers, it on cheers, Twitter. Cheers, cheers, Stop cheers, it on Facebook. Cheers, cheers. We're still on the podcast. Give me a second. Thank you, everyone listening on the podcast. Thank you, and good night. Good night.